Okay, let's get to a story that has been trending throughout the day today, and that's a Tim Hortons after reporting another loss. Headline in the National Post is asking, is Tim Hortons uncool? Let's ask our marketing expert, the president of Brand Heroes Marketing, Mike Leon. He's on the line and joins us now here on Global News Radio. Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right, give us uh, your take. Is uh, Timmy's, has it become uncool? I, I think it has become uncool, Jeff. And I, I think it's been something that's actually been happening for a little while. But, you know, as sales keep slipping in a, in a restaurant conglomerate where uh, profits are growing, that's definitely alarming. Well, let me ask you this. Was Tim Hortons ever cool? You know what? <laughs> I guess it depends how you define cool, right? Because you know, I guess it's a little hip to say folksy these days, you know, with the kind of the hipster movement and, you know, things like, you know, local and that sort of stuff. And, you know, you can make the argument of being a Hamilton boy that, you know, Tim Hortons was one of the original local establishments. Right. Where people would come in, they'd get their coffee, they'd get their Timbits. So I think on that level, yes. On the way that cool could potentially be defined nowadays, I don't think so. And I think that's part of the issue that Tim Hortons has had in recent memory. And and we've even talked about this of just what is the Tim Hortons brand these days? And I don't know if they know. So Yeah, because when I started to interrupt, but when I saw this headline in the National Post, is Tim Hortons become uh, uncool? That was my immediate thought was, have they ever really been cool or do they want to be? And I know they argue uh, in this article that, you know, they've got vegan options that they're not trumpeting or, or telling people about. And that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, I think Tim Hortons bread and butter has always been. I mean, I remember after hockey practice, going with dad and getting a, a double chocolate donut and a chocolate milk. And that's not exactly on the cutting edge of cool or being hip. That's right. That's right. But, you know, it worked. And it, yeah. it sold a lot of product back then. So having said that, uh, do they need a rebrand? Uh, do they have to look at changing course? Uh, should they try to become kind of hipster cool? Or is would you advise against that? Well, you know, my belief, as simplistic as it sounds for brands, is you should be exactly what you are. But you should be able to answer the question of what are you. And I think that's always been the struggle with Tim Hortons. If you ask that question, I don't know if they actually have a clear answer, Jeff. So I think, you know, before they can even kind of look at, okay, what is cool mean to them, they got to first look at, okay, what business are we in? Are we in the business of Canadiana? Are we in the business of of servicing people on the go? Are we in the business of supporting hockey teams? What do we do exactly? And then I think from there, they can kind of start saying, okay, you know, what becomes cool? Because the other thing is, is some brands have these happy accidents where they don't actually intend to be cool, but they become that way because of some folksy charm that they have. So, Hortons has that potential, but they got to answer a whole bunch of questions first. Yeah, and I wonder if Tim Hortons back in the day, if they were just one of those happy accidents that uh, you know started by uh, a former hockey player and another uh, business uh, partner that got into donuts and coffee, and that really uh, took off. And for whatever reason, and maybe they don't even know, grab Canadians' imagination. But then all of a sudden, you know, the marketplace starts changing, and you want to become more of a bakery or a bake shop, and sandwiches and chili and everything else uh, on the menu to stay competitive in an ever increasingly competitive market. Uh, marketplace and you have to wonder whether or not you know they lost their way did they ever really define or know what they were i think you hit the nail exactly on the head and i think that's a very important question to ask you know as the marketplace changes why are you changing i mean the the obvious answer to that would be you know to make more money but i think that's a that's a cautionary tale and that's a slippery slope 
Because if it's just about the market share, you know, there's a ton of ways to make a buck, Jeff. But I think that the dangerous thing for businesses is to go after those ways that they see as the the quick grab that isn't true to who their brand is. And Timmy's has done this time and time again, you know, between putting Wi-Fi in their stores to, you know, having like a brisket sandwich to having, you know, all sorts of stuff. The partnership with Cold Stone Creamery a while ago, which was aimed at kids. So I think there were a lot of missteps that were meant to kind of follow the money that at the end of the day didn't actually follow the brand. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because I think Tim Hortons, uh, you know, if you just take everything else away at its core, if you will, is it's just a basic coffee and donut shop for, uh, you know, what I'll just call basic folks. And I say that because, you know, I got a buddy we will meet for coffee occasionally. And if I say, hey, let's meet at Starbucks, he always calls me the coffee snob. He, he wants to go to Timmy's, to Tim Hortons, and I think uh, to the Tim Hortons faithful, when they look at the, you know, some of these, uh, you know, U.S. companies that have come in like Starbucks uh, and others that are these uh, boutique shops or offerings, if you will, almost, they, they see them as uh, being not for them, that it's a, a little uh, snobbery, if you will. Well, you know, I think you and I have the potential to solve Timmy's problems right now, Jeff, because I think when it comes down to it, all those moments, those folksy moments, like, you know, the the hockey game, the, you know, picking a kid up from school, going and get a reward. If you think about it, there's a whole bunch of those moments that fit into very important parts of somebody's lives. So I think from a, from just a, a pure market share standpoint, that's the potential right there. Own that. Own the important moments like Coke does and like Timmy's used to, and there'll be a whole bunch of potential for them to grow. And certainly they can add food and they can add product that fits with that moment. But that has to be the important thing. It's not about the market share. It's not about the tons of food options. It's about remembering why people like them in the first place and then structuring everything around that. So just uh, get back to basics. Would that be your advice to uh, Timmy's, uh, Mike? And you're right. They've done such a great job uh, when it comes particularly to minor hockey in this country. And uh, Timbit uh, Hockey strikes as such a chord and speaks, I think, to their uh, core audience. If they continue that partnership and that sponsorship and just get back to kind of coffee and donuts and really drilling down on that, do you think that that's their way forward? I think it's a wonderful start. And then I think from there, they can do the Venn diagram and say, okay, what other like-minded things can we do that really reflect that personality? But I think at its core, 100% yes. I think that's where they have to start. That's where they live. Yeah, and just finally, do you think that we're also seeing the results of a competitive marketplace here? I mean, Timmy's is seeing, as I mentioned a second ago, competitors from all around the world, more competition like other industries than they've ever seen before. So the fact that their profits are a little off or or sliding, I mean, is that almost to be expected? I think it's to be expected. But, you know, it's kind of interesting, Jeff, because while you're right, you know, there's a lot of fragmentation. The donut in general has become very cool in and of itself. There's all these boutique kind of hipster donut shops that have popped up. And albeit, you know, they're, they're kind of single owner brand. So they're not like a big conglomerate, but they're capturing a lot of attention and a lot of interest. So I think that's something that needs to be looked at not in terms of how they could directly compete with them, but some lessons that they can learn that they can apply. You know, I don't know, Mike. Just give me a medium regular and a crawler. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, thanks for the time as always. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. There goes Mike Leon, marketing expert for us, president of Brand Heroes Marketing.